said you're gonna make burgers as if that was like a quick dinner option and not like let me go flatten out some ground beef no, season it's about, it with salt and pepper about 25 minutes i'll have some ready yeah well you you said it as in like hey real quick between filming the first and the second episode i'm just gonna make a quick burger <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna lie i did make a quick burger for lunch today okay you made a burger it was probably i mean i'll be honest, it was probably about 15 minutes i had the burger done okay it was a medium rare burger I see. No, it was well done. That was an unseasoned that eight, burger. That ate up to four, four fifteen, baby. Dang! All right. Yeah. Uh, and it was frozen too. So this is the Our Advice Your Problems podcast. I'm Hunter. That's Cody. You've got problems. We've got advice. Maybe. And apparently, Cody has some advice for us today. I do. Um, so I, my grill is broken. All right. And so I don't like cook anything on it. Obviously, um, the best way to cook burgers, honestly, that I found. Mm-hmm. Is if you have like a pancake skillet, throw a burger on there. That's way better than the grill because it actually like holds the juices in, it holds the everything, your seasoning in, all that. Yeah, I can see that. And it's fast, it's easy, it's in your kitchen, and I, now I don't have to fix the grill. See, my I thing don't is propane or anything. For the vast majority of life, of my life, either myself or my family has had both a griddle and a grill, but. I think more people have a grill than a griddle. So yeah. I think this is very specific advice. And even if you don't have a grill and you don't have a griddle, you might as well it's just rare do it with griddle. a pan. Griddles are rare? Yeah. I don't think at any point in my life I, I haven't I had a griddle. I don't know one person that has a griddle. I've Okay, we, we were a pancake family growing up over a waffle family, so we always had a griddle at home. Aside from that, I brought a griddle to my apartment because griddles are great if you're making any type of like breakfast meats like bacon or sausage. I agree. I'll do a but whole But nobody breakfast. has griddles because nobody knows how to take care of them. Oh, you take, it's pretty easy to take care of. But the, a griddle's great because you make a whole breakfast on one. I like making a breakfast sandwich. So I'll put a little bit of butter down, toast two pieces of bread, then I'll do two eggs and like, you know, like three pieces of bacon or a sausage patty. And boom, that's a breakfast I kinda sandwich. I kind of want a griddle now. Wait, was Just, your your advice was to use a griddle but you don't have a griddle? Well, what do you mean a griddle? Okay, when I say think of griddle, when you uh-huh. say that... I'm thinking of like the big one, like the outside oh. flat top. Oh no, that's, that's not what, what I'm thinking. I meant the electric. It's like oh. two feet long and yeah, like eight what, inch that's deep. That's what I have. Grill. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I make a whole breakfast on that. Grill. Oh, oh, I thought you were outside, man, making eggs on your outdoor. You think grill. I go outside to make breakfast? I don't know. I looked it up on YouTube once. I saw him doing it. Okay, well that's not you me. You made a pretty mean breakfast. I mean, I'd recommend others trying it. That's good advice. I need a bigger griddle. I think mine's only. Is that a foot and a halfer? Foot and a halfer, yeah. I think at least a two footer is necessary. How big can it get? As big as your imagination. Well, honestly, like an indoor griddle, what do you think? Maybe like a three, three by foot. Two? Yeah, three by two. Oh, two's pretty big. Like a three yeah, by two. I can see I, it's I want reasonable. surface area. Yeah. I think the one I had was either like eight inches or maybe closer to a foot in like depth. But yeah. Because I can only make four burgers on there. And then to toast the buns, I've got to like. Do like a little like you know mm, little back and forth action. Yeah, our advice really is just buy a griddle, an indoor griddle, not a grill griddle. A Toastmaster. A Toastmaster. That's what I have. It's I'm not sure what the brand mine great. is. Fantastic. Stay tuned for later in the episode because Cody, what's going to be our final question of the day? Would it be socially inappropriate or weird for me to use my switch at the gym? That's a Nintendo Switch, ain't it? Yeah, not the. 
All right. Well, these questions are from... It's not to beat people. These questions are from Reddit. If you have a misbehaving child, please don't punish them at the gym with your Switch. <laughs> on Reddit today, we're sourcing our advice. And if you want to send in your advice, you can on Spotify or on any of our social media channels. Go ahead and enter it in on the questions portion of the episode. First question of the day from Reddit. How do you get over the guilt of moving out? Did you have guilt when you moved out? I had a little bit. Now, I didn't move out till I was 22, so I knew like, it's time. I moved and, out when I was 21, and then I moved back in when I was 21. <laughs> I felt too guilty. <laughs> There's so much guilt. It's COVID. <laughs> no, but when you move out, like it's hard. It's emotional. Because like, your parent, my parents didn't want me to move out. My mom was like super sad about it. She t- still tells me today, I want you to move back in. I'm 24. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just kind of got to do it. Yeah. It's weird. It's awkward. And what you can do when you move out to kind of eliminate that guilt, because it's not like you, like you're, like miss being home, and you might miss it being home. But that's not the problem. It's your parents miss you being there. Mm-hmm. So when you move out, making a point that every week y'all are getting dinner together, or go over there as often as possible, or have your parents come over to you as often as possible. I like that. And that's gonna help that transition. To where now it doesn't always have to be like that, hmm. and it's not that big a deal, and they get used to it. Because it's hard. You've been living there for 20, you know, 20 years. Yeah. It's hard. Now you're not there every night. Now, I'll say this even before we get to the context. This one is a little outside of my realm of expertise, because I felt zero guilt about moving out. I didn't even think of that <laughs> as a possible emotion I could feel about this, you know. I felt, like, excited, a little nervous, a little sad, you know. But their guilt didn't even enter the equation. Well, what were you me. sad about? I mean, I was just sad that you know, I was you know, my mom was going to be you know left alone to go through. That's it. guilt. That's the guilt they're talking about. It's exactly what they're talking about. Hmm. So that's how emotions work. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you go ahead and read the details? On yeah, that? I'll go ahead and give you all the context. I'm 23 and living with my parents. I know, I know. The past five or so weeks, my mom has been in a rehab, recovering from breaking her leg. My parents are also pretty dependent. They have no car, neither do I, so that doesn't change too much. They really don't have a source of income. My dad also never does anything for himself. He doesn't go shopping, never cleans or does anything around the house, doesn't work. He lays in bed all day, eats, watches TV, and repeat. My mom does a lot more, but she's not the healthiest individual and can't do too much. I'm so tired of living here, and it's such a drain on my mental health. So... My question is, how do you get over the guilt? I cannot picture this man walking to the store, somehow purchasing what he needs, cooking it, and living like that. If I leave, especially with my mom still not back, how will he survive? Thanks in advance. I didn't really have to read the thanks in advance part. This is a lot more tricky of a situation. Mm -hmm. And I would say even in this situation, you still don't need to feel guilt, but just because you're moving out, and you know, unless you're moving hours and hours and hours away doesn't mean you can't help them with stuff. doesn't mean you yeah. can't take them to the grocery, or you don't have a car either. But it doesn't mean you can't, like, send them a couple bucks to, you know, Instacart some groceries or anything like that, or DoorDash a meal here and there. I completely agree with you. I think there's two options here. You can either, either way, you need to move out. But one, you either move out now, and you continue to help them a little bit with getting the groceries, especially with your mom still being in rehab. Or yeah. two... Do you plan it out a little bit more to move out and you when wait her for leg your mom is to feeling better, better when she's back and capable? Yeah. Then you get out. 
but you got to get out of that situation and change your life for the better because it sounds like nobody's working, mm-hmm. nobody's doing anything there. And that's, no one even owns a car in this house. That's ridiculous. Between three people, yeah, you don't no, have a car. Nobody owns a car. I don't even know how y'all are doing anything. How do you get Unless they live in like New York City or something. I don't see how this is working. But then how do you afford New York City? Okay, well, that's true. They probably don't live in New York City. So, you know, unless y'all are just going, you know, down the down the street to the store every day and that's just what you do mm-hmm. then you're going to need a car so i suspect this is what i would tell him get a job and if you already have one you have enough money saved up move out maybe when your mom gets better yeah i, 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 think, I do I think, think you genuinely you genuinely should feel guilty about leaving while she's recovering from an uh, injury and doesn't have anyone to help her other than your dad who doesn't do anything. I do think you should feel guilty about that. So wait until her leg is better, and then you don't have to feel guilty about that. Yep. And then, um, because that might bite you in the butt later if you do. Yeah. You know, you left me when I was in rehab and whatnot. Second, you need to, obviously, you know, save up money. When she's get better, move out. But you got to get a job, get a car, and change your life and lead by example and maybe it would help your parents to get out of because they're in a funk if your dad's not doing anything all day he's became this i don't even know what you call it is it a hermit or whatever yeah that sounds about right yeah um he's got to get out of that because you can't live like that Mm -mm. and shoot i'd be pissed if my dad wasn't doing anything and my mom needed help oh yeah i would be too i mean i guess mm, not me specifically (laughs) <laughs> my dad, my dad passed away. <laughs> I always throw some. I always got a dead dad joke somewhere in the back pocket, <laughs> and I feel bad laughing. I know, but that's half the reason they're funny. That's all the reason he says them because it makes me uncomfortable. I say it to everyone though. The less comfortable they are with it, the better. Um, so let me, let me put it like this: What you're going to want to do before you move out, while your mom's recovering, make sure that you're there helping her. She knows that. You're there to help her with anything that she needs. You know, make sure she knows even when you do move out that she can call you, text you anytime, and make sure you let her know ahead of time that you're planning on moving out. Once she knows all this, you're going to go ahead and get yourself a job, even if it's not the greatest job, even if it's not something you want to do. It's going to be something you need to do to get your own place. So get a job, work. You know, if they, even if they don't let you do full time, do 30, 35 hours a week, save up your money. Cody, like you it. got anything else to add? Nope, you've been helped. Okay. New hobby ideas. Okay, this one? You, I, I didn't look at the context at all. We're not going to look at the context for a good minute here. We're going to dive in on this topic. I'm not even going to face the computer. I've turned to face you. Let's go tit for tat and we can discuss new hobby ideas. You know what? You know what's funny? What's you funny? You know you said tit for tat? Yeah. What did you say? Tit for tat or tit? Tit. Tit for tat. Tit for tat. Like tit for tat. Is I that, put my hand is on that my actually what it's supposed to mean? Yeah. Like back and forth. One for one for one, tit for tat. But what is tit for tat? Maybe you could be like, you know, pat for pat. Why does it have to be a a tattoo and a a woman's breast? Yeah. Were you trying to think of a PG way to say that? Yeah, I was. <laughs> That's more your concern than mine. I still don't right. get why the podcast needs to be clean. Either way, tit for tat. Tit for tat. All right, you go. All right, for a clean podcast, we've said tit a lot. <laughs> I feel like I. Is that a bad word? No, it's not, but I've won today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Uh, First one How about join uh, an adult sports league? 
Doesn't matter the sport. Even if you're not the most athletically inclined to do like a softball or a bowling or something. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great, I still play adult sports, and it's just like the best. Having that to look forward to and go play on a Thursday night with your friends. It's the best. Oh, yeah. Start working out. Ooh, that's a great one. Get a gym membership or get a home gym. Yeah. There's 45 minutes out of your day. Mm-hmm. Killing time. Good investment time. right there. Form a home gym. It's cheaper in the long run. You don't have to have all the great equipment. Just get some... A bunch of dumbbells uh, and barbell, even if you want, with a bench. You can you can do an entire great workout plan with just dumbbells. You can. You just have to get creative, look it up, yeah. and, and you don't have to go like see people. Mm-hmm. I've got another one for you if you want one. Yeah. Uh, this one's going to make me sound like a giant nerd. Okay. okay. <laughs> so uh, me and my girlfriend Cass, uh, we were invited by Sam and Allie uh, to join them and a few other people from Sam's band. Uh, to play Dungeons and Dragons with oh, them. No. I feel like a giant nerd oh, <laughs> just no. telling you about this. But I'm not going to lie. No, don't. We're doing it once a month. Don't, <laughs> don't tell me it's reoccurring on your calendar. It's once a month. Oh. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. I had you. I lost you. It's over. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you serious? I don't I'm even serious. understand the game. I didn't, need, I didn't know what it was until I went over there, and then it had to be explained for three hours. I, I'm surprised you got in three hours. We got. We went over there at noon, and it ended around 8 o'clock. What day was this of the week? Saturday. Okay, I was going to say, if we went over on a Tuesday at noon, <laughs> playing Dungeons and Dragons, I was going to have to... I don't even I have to give you advice. <laughs> Look, I'm... <laughs> There were other things I could be doing with my time, yes. But it's, you know. Okay, so it took you three hours to learn the game. How long yeah. did we continue playing on Saturday? It was, so 12 to 3 was learning and getting everything set up, and then it was like 3 to 8. But that also includes like a pizza break and like going to pick up a car what, break. Uh, was it fun? It was fun towards the end, yeah. It took a while to get into it. Like in the end, it was like like from six p.m. to eight p.m. Yeah, six on. six p.m. to eight p.m. So was like the highlight. Twelve highlight. to six was just twelve to six miserable. was a real slog <laughs> getting through it. <laughs> Look, okay, it wasn't my idea. Are you asking advice? Like, how do I get out of this monthly <laughs> thing? Or, or Look, Cass is committed to it. She had a great time, so we're gonna go back in All September right, well, or August or whatever. All right. Well, that wins the game. Um. Wait, what? Uh, uh, new hobby ideas. Keep going. Just drawing. I like to draw. Oh yeah, I like to paint. Yeah, it's yeah. a good hobby. Good time killer. Mm-hmm. Oh, another one that Alan and I have actually picked up. All right. Chess. Chess. It's actually really fun. I've got a funny story to tell you. I went my entire life, my first twenty-three years, not knowing anything about chess other than it was checkers with the little horse pieces. Mm-hmm. Guess where I learned to play chess? Where? When I was in the hospital for five days. Really? Yeah, I needed something to take my mind off of what was happening around me because I was so anxious. Mm-hmm. And so someone recommended, like, there's like a chess app you can download. It'll teach you how to play, and then you can play against people online. Hmm. I probably played a hundred games of chess in those five days. Really? It's actually pretty fun. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. I yeah. lost most of those hundred. Yeah. It was like 30 and 70 was about my record. Yeah. But hey, it's something That's, I learned. Allie's been practicing with that. I think it's probably the same app because yeah. it like lets you train on it. And if you make a bad mistake, you can like redo it. Yeah. And so we were playing the other night and she, she beat me twice. I can I'm just imagine now uh, like <laughs> weekend nights at the Cody and Allie Casa. You'll just go sit down in the living room and start playing chess. You know, we don't do much exciting things. We actually we went out 
on like Friday night or Saturday night with some friends. Congratulations. Played some pool. Okay. And watched some fighting. Um, Can I take a guess? I pick. I pick. Yep. Yep. Went to I pick. Played some pool. Um, You know there's a really cool game with three people that you can play pool with? I didn't know there were any three-person pool games. Two and four, yeah, but yeah, not so three. Here's a hobby. Pick up three-person pool. If you have an odd-numbered friend group. <laughs> and it's just, we don't know what to do. We can't play sports. We can't go to the water rides because you know, one person's always left out. Three-person pool. Mm-hmm. It's fun. All right. I'm not going to explain how to play. You can look it up. All right. I think we're going to do one more each of new hobby ideas, all right? Not your turn. I just gave like two in a row. All right. So we've done the arts and crafts. We've done the sports side. We've done pool. Uh, just games in general. Just three of them have just been random games. Exercise. Gosh, this is hard. I'm actually running out. I got one if you need more time. Okay. You go ahead. If you don't already have a dog, mm-hmm. get a dog and become like really serious with training him. Because that will take up a lot of your time. Dog park. And the benefits the benefits of that definitely outweigh the cost. Because okay. if you have a dog that's actually trained, it's pretty cool. This one's going to sound weird, but I genuinely enjoy this. This one's maybe a little bit too niche. I like going into furniture stores. Dungeons and Dragons is a little not niche enough. I like going into furniture stores and just looking at things. But you got You're not doing it by yourself. You're bringing okay, okay, at least okay. another person. I I 100 agree with you. I, okay. Like Nebraska okay. Furniture Mart. We could go spend a day. Nebraska Furniture Mart, IKEA, living spaces, all yes, of them. But I especially would love that. Nebraska Furniture Mart and IKEA. Going to like the the movie theater area. Oh man. Yes. Checking out those recliners. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now the funny part is you call that a hobby. So, so if you're in a job interview and somebody goes, you know, what's some of your hobbies? I, like I love going to furniture. Ikea and just checking out, walking through the little okay. stages. Okay, well, maybe there are better hobbies to pick than that. We've really just... So, okay, so Hunter, your hobbies were furniture, furniture. Dungeons and Dragons, painting. Painting. And what was your first one? Did you have exercise or did I have exercise? I had exercise. Oh, I had adult sports leagues. Adult, that was great. That was. Great hobby. It's downhill. And then it picked back up at the end with your furniture. <laughs> well, it, it's a great time killer. I wouldn't say it's a hobby. Okay. Well, but I mean, it does sound like a fun Saturday. Isn't the definition of hobby just something you enjoy to waste time doing, you know? Maybe. Okay. But it's like going out to get your nails done. Is that a hobby? Well, no, because you're spending money on it. But if it was so at the furniture store, we're just looking. Oh yeah, we're just looking. So I guess I guess if you want to do furniture looking and like bird watching as a hobby, like I guess we yeah, can compare the, the two. Yeah, it's the same thing basically. All right, it's a hobby. People watch. How about You've people watching? Me. I like people watching. I like walking around a mall and just yeah. judging people. You got to go with someone else, and you got to like. Well, ju- you gotta, judging's wrong, but it is. Fun well, okay, I don't mean judging, but I mean you go with someone else, and like you spot two people, you point them out, and you're like. You see them talking, and you're like interpreting what they're saying. Firmly, I like I like just away. figuring out people's stories. Mm-hmm. Like, what does this guy do for a living? What What is he doing here? Yeah, you know, it's just like stuff like that. That's fun yeah. to do. All right, this person said, "I really want to start some new hobbies, but I have no idea what to try. I know the basics, like writing, drawing, running, etc., but nothing really sounds that interesting." I've been kind of depressed recently and feeling really unfulfilled in life. So I want to take on new interests, but literally everything I read sounds so uninterested. Google keeps suggesting the same five activities. Anyone have any ideas for hobbies to try out that aren't super basic? I already exercise, but I'm looking for something that's more mentally engaging too and fun. 
Okay, I have a good mentally engaging one. Definitely, I think it's a good fit. Chess. Uh, my buddies Blake and Mitchell, because they have an apartment together. What they'll do a lot is get drunk and put together a thousand-piece puzzle. That's mentally engaging. You don't have to drink. Is that what they do to you? <laughs> Sometimes. That sounds miserable. <laughs> Sounds utterly miserable. <laughs> That's not all that they do. I mean, like nothing, nothing on uh, Blake and Mitchell, but being drunk and putting together a thousand-piece puzzle. I mean, thousand-piece puzzles are terrible. I mean, this isn't with. something they I hate, frequently I hate do. Puzzles. This isn't I, a frequent activity. I hate. I hate puzzles. I, I'm not I a puzzle them. fan. I hate them. That's not a puzzle. That has That's instructions. Not. If it if it's just like here you do it, no. I don't and you just you just mix everything in a bag for me like that's not cool yeah that's not fun. Allie and I went through that phase of building puzzles mm-hmm. and I'm glad I put a stop to that because I just I hate. <laughs> Did it. you say after like the third puzzle this this has got to end? I was just like I love spending time with you but can we do something else because this is just it's taking up way too much time during the day, and just the picture and the blue skies I've had enough. It's it's not I'm not achieving anything, but maybe I am, but I just I don't feel the benefit. I'd like to clarify I think it's something. It's more loss than a benefit. I'd like to clarify. Blake and Mitchell, this is not a frequent activity they do. I know they've done it at least once. Okay, once. I think that they've only done it once because they realize it's. I mean, a thousand piece puzzle is three hours minimum. Oh yeah. Then Add in some drunk, drinks. Yeah. That's like six hours. What are we doing? <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode. Where we'll give advice while now, we're drunk putting a puzzle together. Now, let's actually help this person. Okay. But that was help. Chess. Hey, chess is a good one. I've got a good one. Take... Pickleball. Oh, pickleball. pickleball. That's great. That's great. Dude, I played for the I played for the first time a couple uh, weekends ago. It's Pickleball's actually, fun. It's really fun. I played it once. It was a good time. I, I have another good one. If you're interested in, like, you know, more kind of, like, artsy stuff... Your local community college enroll, you know, it costs you like two hundred bucks in a semester long course like, you know, pottery making or photography where like you go and do it. I don't know. Like not a course where you learn about photography, but where you do photography yeah, or you do you definitely pottery. have to like, you know, make sure we're not learning about it. Yeah, we don't want to educate during this. We want a hobby. Take up like um I don't know, maybe boxing. I've never done it, but boxing, that's very specific. But you know, it's physically, it's mentally. You start training. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that I mean, would be something that you can like mentally. Like, so some type with. of exercise class that you can plan for, like boxing, jiu-jitsu, but, but like something running. like that. Like running's boring. Like I, don't I have a good just, time running. Well, you throw on a podcast or some music and you go running. But but for him, it seems like that's just not engaging enough for him. So like, yeah. throw in some punches with it or something. Yeah, and they're especially with like boxing or jujitsu because just for the training there's physical. Side of it, you know? There's like the mental side of it of like avoiding the person, strategy during a fight. There's all that. I think that's a great one. You've been helped. Is it normal to have to ask my mom for permission to open food packages? I said that funny, didn't I? Permission. <laughs> for permission. Look, if I just do it a little more country, it'll come out fine. Is it normal to have to ask my mama for permission to open food packages? There you go. That, that's how I want to talk all It's Just the rest of the podcast. And, I'm, and I just hold myself back. Let's go ahead and give out some advice now, Cody. I don't think it's abnormal. I don't think it's like the most normal thing, but 
I think I've heard of that before. Like you gotta ask like before you open something new. So what would be my interpretation of this is you got like a bigger family, right? And like let's say there's eight boxes of cereal, and you know there's everyone likes the frosted flakes, so everyone's eating out of it. But there's still some left, and you decide, oh, I want Lucky Charms. And so you go and you open up your Lucky Charms before that one's eight, and all of a sudden you have like eight. Is open that how bags. y'all? Is that how y'all ran it through? We got to eat one box at a time. No, but the flavor. No, before that we go ain't into the next one. That ain't how we did it. But I've seen enough episodes of Wife Swap to know that there are families like really? that. Really? Yeah. Talking so much easier when I just talk like this. <laughs> just, I'm not even joking. I'm not trying to fight it anymore. It's just this, not, is, this is who I am. This is Hunter. <laughs> okay, now. I remember, like, growing up, if my parents, like, if we were having chili, so they'd have, like, a couple bags of Fritos on it, and but it would be in the, not in the pantry, it'd be on the counter. Yeah, you'd get your so you Fritos, your cheese, that's everything. That's not for snacking. That's for dinner. Exactly. So, like, you would have to ask, or be like, hey, can I have a handful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's a little bit and, different. No, it's for dinner. That, that's different, though, because that's just saying, hey, this is for a meal, can I have a little bit? I'm thinking of this more as a situation where you got, like, six bags of chips, eight things of cereal all open at once and then it's going bad before you can get to it. Are you going to read or am I? Your turn. Just now I, 16 male, opened a carton of orange juice on my own for my younger brother, 6 years old because he wanted some juice. My mom, who's 39, was having a nap at the time and when she came down I told her that I gave my brother some juice because he wouldn't shut up about it. She then proceeded to chew me out for saying that, quote, he already had some earlier which is a fair enough reason, but she also stated that I need to ask her if I want to open any food package so that she can open it herself and prepare the food slash drink herself. Keep in mind that I do have two other younger siblings who are four and two, with the four-year-old being severely autistic. She says she needs to keep tabs on all the food and drink being consumed in the house, and this is the sort of thing that I will have to do if I ever lived with roommates. This all seems reasonable to some degree, but I'm also starting to get the impression that this isn't due to my other friends, or I'm uh, sorry, I'm also starting to get the impression that this isn't due to my other friends with large families not having to do this. Also, I'm 16. I think I'm old enough to pour myself a reasonable amount of OJ myself. I don't know. Maybe she is fully within reason to have all these regulations. Please give me your opinions on this. So, is it even when it's like close or even when it's like already open like the orange juice is already happening she, she wants has to, to have to pour it herself for the kids okay the only reason I see like that might be something she has to do is because of her, her autistic son yeah I would get that but why make a rule for the 16 year old about it because guy? then you don't know who drank the who drank what or who ate what okay but also that son is 4 years old he's not pouring stuff himself anyways Autistic or not, you know. Yeah, I think it's a little overkill. Now, I get it for the six-year-old, the four-year-old, the two-year-old. Ask mom. Absolutely. But But you got to understand. She can't drive. Yeah, like the 16-year-old is not a little kid. That 16-year-old is becoming a young adult. And you got to treat, this is a boy or girl, you got to treat him as such, right? Mm Mm-hmm. See, I think you you, you got to understand as a parent, when the kids are starting to get older, you got to let go of the reins a little bit and let them run free more. I think the mom might be just like, more so with her younger child, and it's pouring into her older child. So, so wanting to protect them and it just pouring over mm-hmm. to the end. Yeah, so no, it's not normal, I guess. Well, you've not been that, helped. Not at that age, I don't think. Would it be socially inappropriate or weird for me to use my Switch 
at the gym. Nintendo You've Switch. read this like six times, and you still because take it a pause. is typed wrong. Yeah, it is. It's typed as would it be weird or inappropriate for Ma to use my was, Switch at the gym? Uh, you flipped it. It doesn't say weird or inappropriate. Oh, inappropriate or weird yeah, there we for go. my saying. to use my Switch at the gym. <laughs> for my to use my... The, ac- the accent made it funny. Oh, it did? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. This It's a lot easier for me to talk like this, but I usually try not to. Because this is how my voice sounded when I was a little kid, but it was hard to understand me. Yeah. <laughs> we I, we love uh, making fun of your voice when you were a kid. Oh, I know. I thought it was funny, too. <laughs> but, I, okay. No, like, seriously, like, when I wake up in the morning, I don't think about how I talk. This is how I talk. Like, this is how I talk when I'm, like, really tired or really drunk. I'll talk like this. Really? Does yeah. it feel natural coming out? Yeah, it's easy. I'm not, like, doing a voice. I'm just... I'm going from like the way that I learned to talk so that people can understand me to just falling back into how I talk normal. Okay, <laughs> okay let's help this guy. Um, well, first off, well, what are you doing at the gym that you're using the Nintendo Switch? I'm assuming you're like probably writing this playing sit a game. down. I know he's playing a game. <laughs> what did that question mean? What are you doing at the gym with the Switch? Are you sitting there on the bench press? But you, you know, you're laying no, up, you're looking up at your no. Nintendo Switch. Are you squatting? Okay, well, Are you first off. you Smith machine and you're squatting <laughs> and you've got the Nintendo Switch going and you're just pushing it up with your shoulder? That's what I'm asking. Are you sitting on the stationary bike or on your treadmill oh, or something? Oh, I hadn't thought I'm assuming did. that's what he's talking about. He's not actually doing like his main lifts with his Switch in his hand. Well, I'm clear, I, hopefully he's not. My thought on it was a little bit different, though. I was thinking, like, let's say he's not old enough to have a car yet or something. He's like 14, 15, 13. But his parents let him go ahead and get a gym membership for, you know, maybe play football or something like that. I want to get stronger for it. And I'm thinking maybe they have to pick him up. And he's asking, like, hey, is it weird if I'm just, like, sitting in the little front area, you know, that every gym has, just on my Switch while people are coming and going, hmm, sitting there for that 20, way. 30 minutes? I think he's probably on, like, a bike or something using it. Well, in that case, or I don't... It, it, it's a bit odd like it's not a common thing to see but i don't see anything I mean, inappropriate about it i mean it. people are on their ipads or on their phones while they're on the thing so i don't you wouldn't think Switch, and i don't but think I feel like just like playing that. video games there might seem like it's like it's an odd choice like it's not like time and what common i guess yeah maybe but i mean who cares you know they nobody's yeah. gonna remember and i think it's all dependent on exactly what you're doing like what you said earlier if you're doing uh you know like you're on a bench press or something and you're on your switch between sets that's a little odd. <laughs> but yeah, I would say, but if, if you're, you're like doing your stationary bike. If you're on the bikes, treadmill, yeah, or the stationary bike or something fine. like that, yeah, go ahead. But don't be doing like front squat, you know. You're <laughs> yeah, and you're you holding it out in front of you. All right, go ahead, Cody. <laughs> I get really uncomfortable going to the gym and prefer to go at night when no one else is there and it doesn't matter what I do. Unfortunately, my schedule doesn't allow that anymore. I stick to the treadmill most of the time, put headphones on, and play games on my Switch while I walk. I can walk for hours this way, or I can walk for hours this way, and it has really been helping me be more active because I tell myself I can't sit around and play my games. I have to walk while I do it. I would buy a treadmill or a walking pad for my home, but it isn't in the budget right now. My question is, now that I only have time to do my routine in the morning slash afternoon, would it be rude or weird for me to keep playing my Switch? I don't, I don't think rude. there's anything wrong. No, there's nothing wrong with it. It is uncommon. I mean, you'll be the only one there doing it. But, I mean, if you're just walking on the treadmill, I don't I don't see any reason not to. I would say it's not, yeah, it's not rude or weird, but it's, like Hunter said, it's, it's yeah. a little uncommon because nobody else is probably going to be doing it. But yeah. if, 
But yeah, what? just make sure you're doing the treadmill, like we said, or something along those lines. I just wouldn't do it like. Uh, yeah, you would in wouldn't. between sets, like well, but dumbbells. This, he said he's really only using the treadmill, so I think it's perfectly fine. What it makes me think of, though, <clears throat> is I never played this, but remember a couple years ago when Pokemon Go came out and that was really popular. Yeah, and then you had people walking all around cities, you know, playing that game the whole time and you know, getting their exercise while they're playing a video game. It's really the same thing, except you're doing it stationary. So I don't see a problem with it at all. You know, you might get a weird look here or there, but. You know, who cares? You're at the gym. You're just there to get your exercise in. And who cares what anyone else thinks? Yeah, no one's going to remember it later or anything. But I will say I'm proud of you for getting out there and walking and playing video games because a lot of people just sit there and eat chips yep. while playing video games. I'm proud of you. Anyways, go ahead and ask your questions. They're on Spotify. If you're on Apple, go to Spotify and ask our questions. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace.